I'm Kate. And I'm Jesse. And you're listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. <laughs> Let's do this. The awesome thing about Pinterest is 97% of the businesses on Pinterest are unbranded. So anybody can go there, show up, and their content can be seen. Welcome to Cocktails and Content Creation, the podcast dedicated to helping you easily create content with confidence. I'm Kate Andrews. And I'm Jesse Wyman. Welcome back to another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation, episode 27. If you're enjoying the podcast, why not leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening? We would really love to know what you think. For today's episode, we're diving into Pinterest with Mackenzie Armstrong of Armstrong Visual Solutions. She focuses on helping businesses drive traffic to their website with strategic pinning, and we're very interested to find out what that means. But before we go any further, Jesse, what are you drinking? I'm taking some inspiration from one of our last guests, and I'm drinking a Moscow Mule. These things are just too refreshing to not. I remember that. Yeah. With so, Veronica. Yeah. Yeah. So just some ginger beer and some mm-hmm. lime and just it's it's nice. And, you know, I've got the copper mug, so it's great. I have um, a bunch. It's funny. I had, two, I had a smoothie um, company contact me over the wintertime. And I'm just not, I like smoothies, but like during the winter time, I'm not so much into them. So they had sent me a box of these smoothies and they're, they're great because they're like little cubes and you don't even need like to use a, um, this is not sponsored. Well, I mean, it kind of was sponsored, but they didn't ask me to say this on the podcast, but they're like these cubes and you drop them into a, like a mug or like, um, one of those cups with the, the caps and the straw and tumbler, I guess. And, um, you pour whatever liquid you want. I mean, I guess you could do alcohol (laughs) if you really wanted to, but I use almond milk and you wait 20 minutes and you just shake it up. It's called Evive. Evive is the company. And, um, yeah, you just shake it up after 20 minutes and you have a smoothie without needing a, um, blender, blender, which we have blenders, but it can get messy and cleaning the blender is a pain. Yeah. And sometimes I'm out and about. So like I'll, what I'll do is I'll put them, you know, I, this is what I've been doing lately is I'll put them in the cup, fill the cup with my almond milk and then go out and in 20 minutes, I've got a, got a smoothie. So oh, I love it. I love it. There I, you go. I like smoothies in the summer, especially like after a walk or. Well, these are pretty good too. Do anything extraneous like exercise or anything, which hasn't really happened lately, but <laughs> all right well all right let's uh, jump into it yeah we are gonna have we have a great discussion for you with uh with Mackenzie Armstrong uh about all things Pinterest she has some easy tips for how to use this search engine to really help grow your audience and business Today, we have Mackenzie Armstrong on the show. She is a Pinterest strategist that helps entrepreneurs connect with their followers through captivating content and eye-catching pin graphics. She's going to help us up-level our Pinterest game and get more traffic to our websites, which I think we could all use these days. So, Mackenzie, how are you today? Good. Thank you so much for having me. We're so excited. Now, first off, as I said, this is Cocktails and Content Creation. We must start off with, what are you drinking? Of course, coffee, because who can get through the day without that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're coming in from the East Coast. Is it cloudy where you're at? Because it's cloudy yes. and dreary in Boston, and yes. it's terrible. 
Yes, it's hot and muggy, weirdly, this early oh. in the season, but it's like uh, 80 and gross out, but that's why we're inside. <laughs> yes. Wow. So we should we should mention the fact that we are recording this in May, and the ideas of 80s in May sounds delicious to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's I would... one that I do miss. I, I lived in Maryland very briefly during, during high school, and I miss the mid-Atlantic weather. The Boston summers are so short. The winters are so long. Yep. Just and the weather so changes so so quickly it's ridiculous around yes. here um but enough about the weather Mackenzie tell us a little bit about your journey and what it is that you do perfect um so I in a former life was a teacher and after I had my kiddos I decided I wanted to try the freelance thing and I love Pinterest so I decided to run with Pinterest and that's where I'm at I um started working with businesses and entrepreneurs to grow their brand awareness using Pinterest and getting their their content out there for their audience to find them instead of them searching for their audience. So Pinterest is perfect for that lead generation, which is awesome for, especially for entrepreneurs in the online business with everything in COVID happening. So it was it was a great vehicle to get entrepreneurs and businesses names out there. So I'm curious with just like, you know, as you're trying to, you know, I guess pivot into the freelance world, you said you just love Pinterest. Was it something that you found yourself using? Like I'm curious, like what did you use it for before? You were oh, I, it? So when I started, well, when I started Pinterest or using Pinterest, it was pinning recipes and nursery ideas and things like that. And then um, I started using it to kind of find new brands to try out. Um, The awesome thing about Pinterest is 97% of the businesses on Pinterest are unbranded. So it's, so you can go there, anybody can go there, show up and their content can be seen if they can target their their audience and things like that. So it's awesome. I like being able to, I think, especially now with the whole everything online, it's people are getting away from those mom and pop shops. And this is a great way for if those shops want to start online businesses or start selling their product online, that you can still get that mom and pop feel without going to like a big box store and still being able to utilize that. And it also helps the, the business branch out and open up their their clientele, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, you you kind of touched on this. It's funny. I actually used it to plan like my entire wedding because that's that was like what it was for back in <laughs> like 2013, 2014. Yes. Um, but, you know, ha- I know that there is a big difference between Pinterest and a lot of the other social media apps. It's, it's more of a search engine. For sure. So I kind of like to think of it like Instagram and Google had a baby because Pinterest is considers themselves a visual search engine. So you're being captivated, you're captivating your audience by using those those graphics and those the pins and and the pictures and things like that. So you're you're catching people's eye with those pictures which also I think helps someone at a glance see what you're all about, see what type of feel you want to give your customers and um really kind of help you help your audience gravitate to- towards you. So, um, yeah, so Pinterest was definitely like, and I'd still like that, you know, 
photographers and everything, you know, they put all of their information out on Pinterest to help you plan out those, those life events and things. But um, it's, it's so much more that people don't even really, really know about. And so Pinterest started out, it wanted to be social media, then it decided it wanted to be just a search engine. But now it's getting back into being kind of cohesive with both. So you have that search engine ability, but also now Pinterest is wanting people to comment and like, or um, like your posts and save your posts or pins and things like that. So now you might've noticed like with story pins, you can now heart a story pin and, and you can now you can pin story pins and things like that. So it's really kind of bridging the the gap between social media and search engine. I think that's so, so important for it to, to kind of make a distinction because, you know, right now I know Instagram's kind of having issues with TikTok kind of coming up behind it, yes. creeping up behind it and everything. So I think Pinterest has, has really positioned itself in a unique way to stay relevant. And, for sure. you know, I may not be using it as much because as I said, I use it mostly to plan my wedding and decorate my house and, that's not happening really these days with the two year olds. <laughs> you know, sure. how are so so tell us a little bit about those those pins that you were talking about because I, I know that's a fairly new feature the the um, like story pins. Yes. I know we didn't like write to you about this before, yes. but it's something I'm fascinated by. For sure. So Pinterest is really wanting you to utilize all of their features. They want you to put your standard static pins, which has no movement. They want you to put you'd use and utilize those um, video pins and story pins, which think of it like a Instagram story, but it doesn't disappear in 24 hours. It lives on your site. It lives on your, your profile. So people can go back and a lot of, and a great way to utilize stories is to give quick tips or tutorials on something like it. You want it to be quick. Um, nothing really over like 60 seconds is really kind of what is um, doing really well right now. Mm -hmm. And the great thing is, is that when you create story pins for your site, for your, your profile, you can put tags on it. So that way, when people are searching for that specific, that specific content, it'll bring your story pin up. And then also it's going to start um, indexing them so that they will be searchable right now. They're not searchable, but they haven't kind of got that tech situated yet for that, but that's where they're, they're growing towards, which is great. We were talking with you before the show and you were talking about how Pinterest was actually getting you information. I'm like, Oh my goodness, we have somebody who's really on the inside here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I try. I, I, try. Like, <laughs> I feel like with all these, um, you know, apps and, and things that people use their business, it's so hard to keep on top of what's going on. Like Kate, will oh, always, yeah. Kate will, Kate's a little bit better because she, I feel like is a little bit more clued into, especially Instagram. She'll be like, well, did you hear this about what Instagram is doing? I'm like, no. She's like, well, what did you hear this? I'm like, nope. That's only because I'm always complaining about Instagram. (laughs) True. True. Um, But when it comes to to business and like people using all of these, um, all of these apps, how can businesses start to think about integrating Pinterest or optimizing Pinterest to help grow their business? Okay, perfect. So I know that's a big question. No, no, no. That's, it's a great question because I really feel like this is kind of where some some entrepreneurs fall short because they're not utilizing this. So Pinterest is a free 
way to grow your audience. It's it's totally organic. You don't have to run ads or anything like that with like Facebook where, so, you know, you pin to Facebook or Instagram and you might do really, really well, but then it fizzles out within that 24 hours to week period sometimes, depending on how popular it is. Where Pinterest, right now, what's really popular on Pinterest is things that were pinned or post six months to a year ago. So that's the longevity of it. So Pinterest, your pins can live forever for as long as they're getting that that um, that audience and they're getting that mm-hmm. interaction, you can have your your content live on Pinterest until like forever, technically, because it's not going to go away. Unless I've had you notifications, like something that I, again, I pinned for my wedding seven years ago, somebody like will comment on it now, which is kind of like, whoa, commenting. I don't know about <laughs> that. Or they'll pin it again. And I'm like, I totally forgot I even had that out there. That's crazy. For sure. No, and it's like a great way to just keep that, keep your, keep your content alive. Because how many times have you put a blog post on and it does really well, but then you know it fizzles out because you put more content and more content on top of that. Whereas this is something that you can put out and it can continue to grow. And then later on, a year later, you can make a fresh pin for it. And then it's like a whole new pot or a whole new podcast or a whole new blog post has gone out, even though it's that old content that's still relevant to your audience, but you don't have to recreate the wheel, which is fantastic. And, and, um, a great thing with Pinterest is you're able to link it to, your Google analytics or your, you link your website to your Pinterest account. And then your Google analytics can really tell you what content is doing well and when it's doing well. So you can go back and look at your content on your Google analytics last year and say, well, May, this blog posted fantastic. So I'm going to create new pins for it and put it back out because it can, then it can re up the ante with the audience that it's reaching, which is fantastic. So (laughs) all of this is so great. And I think one question I had as a follow-up where you said something along the lines of uh, pins that are being really popular right now or doing really well were created six months to a year ago. So I know we didn't specifically ask or pre, you know, pre-prepare this question, but um, does that mean that pins won't get traction for about six months to a year or is it, just that's that's how long it takes or tell me a little bit about how that works because I have heard that Pinterest is a little bit longer of a game yes Pinterest is definitely a slow grow but your the longevity of your content is so much longer than other platforms so you if I put out a pin today it could definitely do well today but what Pinterest likes to do is it likes to kind of get a feel for what your audience thinks about it and then in a year or six months or three months after it's had a little bit of time to marinate, I guess, if you will, then it really kind of promotes it and pushes it out. And um, the great thing about that is like, so I think of it as when I put out content for my clients, I meet with them and discuss their content calendar for that month. And I, I, I put it to them like this. So at Thanksgiving, when you go to Walmart, Thanksgiving stuff is not out. It's Valentine's Day. 
So you want to you want to think about your content in that way for Pinterest. If you're putting out St. Patty's Day stuff, you want to put it out three months prior to that. So that way it gives time for people to find that content. Because in the terms of teachers, you know, end of the year, they're planning their end of the year in February, because they're about done with it by then, you know, but um, they need that time. They need that time to plan it out. And that's what Pinterest is, is most of Pinterest, I want to say 80% of Pinterest users go there to plan new projects, go there to plan events out for themselves. So they need that information prior to when that event is. So that's why I try to make sure that my clients are pushing out content three months in advance, because in that way, it gives your time, it gives your audience time to find it. And it gives your audience time to really gather the information they need to make sure that to plan out and make sure that what they're using that content for, they can get to that point. That it makes sounds so very, much, so yeah, it makes so much sense. It sounds like very much like a blogger because like bloggers have to, especially with holiday content, you'll see some bloggers like, you know, they might share some behind the scenes stuff and they're shooting Christmas content in August. You know? For sure. Mm-hmm. Well, like, cause you know, you want to make that Christmas wreath, but you don't want to make it the week of Christmas. You know no. what I mean? Like you don't have the time to do that. So you really want to get into the mindset of your audience and not what you think your audience wants, but you really need to kind of do that, that audience research and make sure that you're hitting those pain points when they need them mm-hmm. and, and helping them interest. with that. You can and find that out through the into- analytics. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's a so, lot smarter than I thought. Yes. And the crazy thing about Pinterest is they just started new algorithm tech for their, their sites. So with Pinterest, and I might be getting ahead of myself with our questions, um, but they, uh, they, their tech is basically kind of like watching what you're doing and whatever you're putting out consistently, if you are putting that same consistency behind your content, if you're pinning one a day, if you're pinning once a week, if you can, if you keep that consistency, your account will grow because it's based off of individual users and individual businesses using their business accounts. Mm -hmm. So a person, so you guys might pin once, once a week, a new pin once a week, whereas the person next door might want to pin once a day, but if they deviate, that's when their analytics might drop because they're not sticking to their consistency of what their, their content they're putting out. Wow. And does that go both ways? So like if you, let's say you're a once, once a week pinner and then you go to like five pins a week, will it actually like detract that? Pins? That no, that would, that would make you go up. But then if you okay. went back to that one, one day a week, that's when it might get, got get you. So right. if you can change your consistency and then, and you can change it up, you know what I mean? It'll like, once you've established consistency again, like if you wanted to go to that, if you were doing five and wanted to go down to one, mm-hmm. it will take you a month or two for your analytics to kind of situate themselves, but then it'll start to learn again, what your consistency is and what you're putting out. And then that's when it'll help push your content. Okay. Super helpful. Um, yeah. One one question I have. So I previously really didn't use Pinterest a lot for my business. I'm a brand photographer and, you know, there's the thought behind that. And I want you to tell me what you think is that, you know, people using Pinterest are all over the globe. So mm-hmm. for me to generate leads, I need them to be within my 
you know, service area. So I really didn't focus a lot of my brand photography business uh, marketing efforts in Pinterest. Now I have my course and that's a separate story because that can be available to anybody. But so when it comes to location specific businesses or location specific services, what's your opinion on using Pinterest to generate leads? For sure. So um, if you are putting out any type of content blog post, like say you're a brand photographer and you're putting out tips and tricks that you might help people utilize that the photography, definitely pin that. That's something that can be pinned. Your lead magnets, your opt-ins, anything that anything that has a website linked to it can be used for Pinterest. Now with brick and mortar type businesses, like local businesses, you might not get as much traction, but it'll help build your brand awareness. And also it will help your ranking on Google as well, which will then help you bring in more people locally. I see that almost as more valuable than like, even for my business, like I, you Mm -hmm. know, someone searching for brand photography tips, you know, in Denver is not going to really do me anything. Right. But the fact that maybe then they pin something of mine or I, or the fact that I've created that pin when people go Google and search like brand photographer, Boston, that pin possibly then could show up in Google. For sure. Yes. And then that's when, and then when you get that information, so you can, you know, you type that in and you say, maybe you're like fifth on the list, then you can go back and look at the other ones, the other people above you and kind of see what keywords they're using and start implementing that in your, in your, um, your title, your pin title, your pin description, your profile description, um, your board descriptions. You can utilize those words to help bring your to help pop your information up above other people so that's a lot of sense yeah so I really think that like if you're brick and mortar or local business then using focusing more so on getting that google recognition yeah so maybe putting it spinning it towards that yeah, no, that totally makes sense. So it's like Pinterest, it's like, okay, that's Pinterest. But what it's ultimately doing is helping your Google ranking, which people will search by locale when they're when they're doing a Google rank. So that makes a lot of sense. And sure. mm-hmm. I'm glad you pointed that out because I did have that that fear. We've for had a long this time. discussion. And I'm like, yeah, yeah Pinterest see. is I'm like, I'm like, we'll we'll focus on, you know, my 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 course because that is, you know, <laughs> a lot of people are searching for course content and ha- DIY and learning things on Pinterest. Right. That made a lot of sense, but photography, I'm like, well, I mean, I don't care if someone from California is pinning my pins. Like, Unless they want to fly yeah. you out. Right. There you go. <laughs> you get a vacation out of it. Uh, traveling um, with all my gear stresses me out. Um, oh and also God. think of it as like, you know, um, people might use your photographs for inspiration for their stuff. So that's another way to get your um, your audience and get that interaction with people and your pins kind of flowing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, that makes total sense to me on that. What are so now that we've kind of got an idea of what's going on with Pinterest, what are some of the best practices? You've touched on it a little bit, but that everyone should be using to get more traffic to their website. Should they join community boards, you know, create their own boards, pin other brand and business materials? I know there's like a percentage you're supposed to be pinning so much of one of 
yours and so much of everybody else's. Like, what is all this? Break it down. For sure. For sure. So I, so first things first, when you're using Pinterest, you want to keep that consistency going. That's really what's going to help you. Um, If you have a business account, you want to make sure that your account is claimed because in that way, your Google analytics can talk. So basically if you don't claim your website, you can have your little, you can have your website listed there, but if it doesn't have that little world icon next to it, it's not, it's not linked. And then you cannot take any information. It, it won't talk to your website. So you won't be able to know who and what and when and where people are visiting your website from. So making sure your website is claimed is definitely, definitely important. Um, You want to make sure that um, you're utilizing all their features. They want to see you using those static pins, those video pins, those story pins. They want to see that um, you're pinning new content. And new content is not necessarily a new pin. It's a new URL. So they're really wanting and pushing that. They want fresh, fresh, fresh content. Because back in that 2013, you would see people that would put out the same pin, like, 50 times. And you're like, I don't want to see the same content over and over again. It's not eye catching. You know what I mean? So you want to make sure that you're putting out that fresh content and whatever your consistency is, whatever your, your normal is, that's what you just keep continuing to do. Whether it be one new piece of content a month, two, five, whatever your, your schedule allows you to do. Um, and then you also want to um, make sure that you're, so Pinterest, you want to think of Pinterest as like a top of funnel. So your audience is going to be cold unless it's a returning person, which is great. But you want to put in, you want to have it to where it links back to your website, but you want to make sure that you put in their face that they can sign up for your email list or your opt-in or whatever you're doing. So that way you can get that email because once you get the email, then you can start to nurture that, that audience and really kind of bring home what you're trying to sell them or get them to do. And um, really that's where you start to gain that, that, um, that warmer, warmer audience. And where would you put that CTA? Sorry, like a, yeah, like your opt-in or your freebie or whatever that is. Where, where would you put that? On your website? On your website? Like like from like Pinterest, like would that be like a story pin? Would that be uh, a static? I would do a static pin and a video pin. Story pins are not really wanting you to link to outside of Pinterest. They want to, you're using story pins to keep you on Pinterest. So that's another um, trick as well. So when story pins first came out, people were putting um, links into for you to follow, but they were not getting as much traction with the ones that were not having those links in the descriptions and things like that, or on the last slide. So you really, I would just, if you, if it is a website that leads to something, make a pin for it. And then you can, then that brings people to your website. It brings people to your opt-ins, your lead magnets, everything like that. So any, you just want to get your face out there. So that way you're building that brand awareness. And I try to, when I'm making pins, not, you don't want them to all look the same, but I try to really make them a cohesive looking. So that way I want to be able to scroll through a Pinterest page and be like, oh, well, this is Sally's pin because it has that same general look, but it's different. You know, you want to change it up, but you want to make sure that you have that branded picture. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I think there is a, you know, 
importance in having that brand recognition. So, mm. um, but also I've heard that certain colors, like warmer colors generally do a little bit better than cooler yeah. colors. I don't know if you have anything to add on like the actual like the layout look or, of the or pen. Look, look of the pen. Um, well, that was the color schemes and things were, was like that prior, but I, I think they're kind of getting away from that. But I like to think about your audience and what's going to draw them in. If you're selling clothing, put that clothing on the front of that. You don't want to just have a, you don't want to show something that's not going to be relevant to what you're making a pin about. So I would definitely just make sure that you're showcasing if you're selling a physical product or just kind of be like, what is going to catch your audience? I, if you're a teacher, a picture of a classroom, you're scrolling through, you see a picture of a classroom, you know that I'm a teacher, I'm going to click on that. So um, you just really want to make sure that your audience is being thought of when you're making your pins. So do Pinterest use key, does Pinterest use keywords kind of like Instagram? Uh, And if so, how would you, is it like hashtags or how would you research kind of those keywords? So I use Pinterest to research my keywords. I go into Pinterest and I type in the search bar and I see what pops up. I type in different words that I can relate to whatever the topic it is that I'm talking about. So say blogging or it will say marketing. So you could type in marketing and see what comes up underneath. And those are some of the keywords. You can click one of those key, one of those keywords and kind of see what people are using, like what are the top ranking pins and what keywords they're using to pull from that as well. Um, but you don't want to, you want to write your descriptions and your titles in terms of like a person's going to read it, but like, but you want to, you don't want to keyword stuff it, if that makes sense. You want to try to generally like create sentences to utilize those keywords and not just be like a, a string of like 35 words at the end. <laughs> We've all get... been guilty of that. I think. <laughs> For sure. So, <laughs> um, but definitely I use Pinterest. And then also if you're a, um, like what we talked about earlier with the local businesses, you can definitely use Google and see what Google keywords are being used. Um, but if it's like um, an online, not necessarily local, I use, I generally just use Pinterest to find my keywords. Yeah, I think I I feel like, was it Courtney Fanning? We had another guest kind of use this this trick too when, when developing yeah. your audience persona. It was more related to finding your, you know, your ideal client. She says that mm-hmm. Pinterest is one of her hacks to start thinking about um, when you're thinking about creating content, what types of your words to, to use in your content. She was like, go to, go to Pinterest and see what people are searching to come up with content ideas. Um, you know, like if you're you like a brand photographer, you know, maybe type in, you know, brand photography and then see what pops up after that. And that can mm-hmm. help with you and creating content, I guess. But that's, um, I really like that. Now, um, so when it comes to keywords, you're putting these in the pin description, you said, right? In the pin description. Mm-hmm. And your pin titles. Oh, right. Um, okay. So generally a person is going to pick something off of a pin title and not necessarily the description. The description is more so for the computer to oh. log you or um, okay. see where you fit. Um, but but I always write my description as someone, I, an actual person is going to read it. Like you don't want it to be, like you don't want it to be, you want it to be you know, personal, you want it to draw in that person, you know, but mm-hmm. generally it's 
for the computer. So it's not just re- repeating that that title there. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you mentioned, you kind of touched on the whole idea of a business account. What's the difference between a business account and a personal account? And who should be switching, if they haven't already, who should be switching to business accounts? What's What are the benefits? So a business account lets you claim your website so you can get that, those Mm -hmm. analytics from both Pinterest and Google analytics. Um, And I, so you can take your personal account and switch it to a business account without anything changing. If say you are, like you said, you'd pinned a whole bunch of things for your, your house and your, your wedding. But if you don't have anything on your site that has anything to do with that, like your Pinterest account, and you don't have many followers or interaction, then I would maybe think about starting clean. Um, But if you have followers, if you have any type of audience, keep it and just switch it over. And then you can always just secret all the boards that don't correlate with what message you're putting out with your content. So like on my, my personal Pinterest account, you know, um, not that I do a whole bunch of with it because I'm doing everybody else's. Um, but you, I have like Pinterest marketing, everything like Pinterest wise for everyone to see, but that's hidden from everybody, but I can still utilize. It's like nursery, wedding, recipes, workout, you know, the standard, the normal, what people generally think of Pinterest. Um, So it's all able to be hidden and you can still use a business account. Like it's your personal account. That's the only difference is really, I think that you can claim your website, which gives you all the juicy information that you need to help plan your new content going out. So basically everybody should be a business as far as, sure. like, you know, if, yeah. if, if they're, if, if you have a website, yeah. If yeah. A, and who doesn't these days? I mean, That's true. I grabbed, I already grabbed my, my daughter's name as a website. She's two. There <laughs> they, hey, there you go. I mean, my husband like refuses to change his email because he doesn't have to have a number behind it because why? Yeah. Why would you? <laughs> it's like the first one. Like, yeah. From, like a hotmail account. Um, oh wow! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like who has hotmail? I know. Like, that's like MSN.com, like MSN, or even AOL. Like that used to be the hot thing, and now like AIM is the thing of the past. And people who some people listening to this podcast may not even know what instant, you know, AIM, you know, instant messenger was is which is very sad. Like I still remember my screen name and everything and it was very embarrassing. Mm. <laughs> what would you say? So, so you, you've already touched on this about it have content having longer social life, uh, sorry, longer shelf life on Pinterest and other social media sites. So it's basically you kind of touched on this too. It's a, it's a longer game. It's kind of like, it's kind of like SEO. You're playing, you're signing up to play a long game. For sure. For sure. And, and like the great thing about that is you can really use your analytics. And so I can go back and look at a, a, a pin that did really, really well last year. And then a pin that did not do well for the same content, because I create multiple pins for one piece of content. So I can see this graphic didn't do well. This graphic did well. These keywords did really, really good. These keywords did not. So that way it kind of helps you hone in your, um, the words you're using or, or the type of aesthetic you're putting out for your pens. 
what do you use to create these graphs? I don't, I know we didn't like put that down as one of our questions. What do you use to create these graphics and what do you use to schedule them? Just so our, our listeners know, like have some idea of some tools they should be looking at. For sure. So Canva is great. Um, C-A-N-V-A, Canva.com. Love it. Um, it has really great features for if you don't want to pay for it. You don't, it has a free version, which is great. If you're just getting started with Pinterest, it'll help you kind of get your feet wet. Um, you can do Photoshop. I'm not a Photoshop person. Um, <laughs> but, and I've had people create pins using PowerPoint, which was interesting as well. So okay. anything you can use pretty much anything. And, um, I really try to utilize the scheduler on Pinterest to put out my fresh content. And then I will put out all my repurposed content using Tailwind. Oh, okay. and Tailwind, Tailwind is a contracted scheduler for Pinterest. So there's mm-hmm. no, um, there's usually aren't any hiccups with scheduling and things like that. Right. Um, whereas if you don't use a, if you don't use a certified Pinterest scheduler, then that's when things kind of get tricky because then it might not talk correctly to the Pinterest or you might not get as much traction because it's not going to push your content out as quickly. Or it's like, Hey, I, I'll prefer the tailwind over the non contracted for Pinterest wise. So so you use Tailwind for older content that you're repinning. And then you said the for new content, you're using the Pinterest. internal Pinterest. Okay. I don't think I've used that before. I've just been using Tailwind. And like, if you can't use the Pinterest, you don't have to use the Pinterest. You can do everything in Tailwind, mm-hmm. which does yeah. help it because Tailwind will let you pin out for, I think, six months, if not longer. Oh, whereas wow. Pinterest only lets you do two weeks. Mm, interesting. So, okay. I don't think I should be pinning anything out six months though, guys. <laughs> I can't even remember what I had for breakfast today. So <laughs> I might might stick with the with the Pinterest thing. Well, Mackenzie, thank you so much for being on the show and like decoding the the Pinterest algorithm and everything. First off, we know you got a freebie for our, our listeners. Yes. Yes. So we're gonna I will have in the show notes. For sure. I'm going to have a a quick little checklist to get you started on what you need to do to have your business account set up for Pinterest and kind of get those analytics rolling for you. So that'll be something exciting for you guys. I'll be using it. I'll be using it. So that'll be linked up on our show notes. Anybody who would like that, which I can't imagine not wanting something like that, I need it. You can check out uh, cocktailsandcontentcreation.com for that. And uh, where else can people find you? Um, armstrongvirtualsolutions.com. You can go ahead and there's a contact page. So you can shoot me any questions or anything like that. And, um, yeah, if you have any questions, I do uh, monthly management. And also if you want to DIY it, we do strategy or I do strategy sessions to help you kind of get you started with your strategy and Pinterest use. Great. That sounds really awesome. I'm going to have to check out your freebie. And um, listeners, if Pinterest is new to you, definitely check out Mackenzie. And hopefully you enjoyed all these amazing, valuable nuggets. I am so thrilled we were able to get you on the show. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. So Pinterest is definitely not 
I mean, I know I've kind of gotten in over my head with this, with this search engine slash visual search engine. I'm not sure how to necessarily call it, but I know I've kind of gotten in over my head, but I felt like she broke it down for us in ways that we can understand beyond like, as I said, wedding planning, house planning, decorating. Yeah. I mean, the biggest takeaway I think for me was that businesses sometimes underestimate the power of Pinterest. We automatically go, I, I feel like, did. to Facebook or to Instagram or to our website or blog, but really Pinterest can help be a, can be a part, lar- a big part of your marketing strategy. And one other big takeaway I took from this mm-hmm. was that it's great for non- um, or actually for location-based businesses, like a photographer, where before I thought, you know, why yeah. should I pin if my clients aren't in the New England area mm-hmm. and like people are pinning my pins from California, like that's yeah. not going to help me. But in fact, the way it can help you is it helps boost your Google ranking as well. So your pins can actually show up in Google searches which would be useful if someone in the Boston area is searching for a brand photographer and one of my Mm -hmm. pins come pops up in one of her searches. Yeah. So from that perspective, I was pleasantly surprised. No, I, I, because we've had that conversation before, because I've said to you, why aren't you pinning? And And I said, just that I'm like, I don't think anybody. Yeah, no. And it, it totally, it totally makes sense. I mean, for me, when I'm pinning, can be, you know, not that I'm a location based business, but sometimes I'm pinning about like fun day trips north of Boston, well, that's a very small area. Um, unless you're from California Look at, coming to Boston. To travel, exactly. Yeah, that too. But like mostly I'm talking about people in the Boston area or north of Boston, like looking for something to do, you know, so I, I, I get what you're saying. Um, the other thing is I liked how Pinterest seemingly works on its own. And what I mean by that is when it comes to you, you get those, you get those emails, like the 10 best tools to use for your Instagram posts. And it's a bunch of different apps. You know, she was talking about creating a graphic in Canva. You can actually pin. And this is what I've been doing is I've been pinning my blog posts right through Canva. I drop in one of the images I use in my post. I drop in the link and I schedule it and it's done for me. And it's been pretty reliable. Um, you know, the other thing she mentioned was Tailwind, but pretty much she was saying, you know, how you can find your words, your keywords in Pinterest. Mm-hmm. You know, you can repin pins right in Pinterest. Like I get so many emails where they're talking about 10 tools that you need for Instagram and it's 10 different apps and I go and download them and then I never use that. Like, in, right, like I, I use right. like InShot and I use Canva and that's, a, I mean... And yeah, probably, I know a lot of people use like Visco and Color Story and stuff like that, but I, I just don't. Yeah, know, I think from I like, like a to keep it simple scheduling standpoint, creation standpoint, Pinterest is actually probably pretty easy to use. So yeah. it's kind of funny that we don't prioritize or at least I haven't prioritized it as much as possible. Because you can't you can't schedule a, a Instagram post in um in Instagram, you have to go through like a site like Planoly or Later or Preview or something like and that. And there's always some caveat that something doesn't work or whatever. Like but. I can't, I can't post reels through Planoly. Like they can, they've showed you how to work around, like to actually put it into your grid. Cause that's one of the reasons why I like Planoly is that I have my grid up and I can see it like visually. Yes. Um. So they've made that work around that you can actually still put it in there, but I can't actually schedule a reel through Planoly. So it's really nice that Pinterest is kind of a little bit more self-sufficient. Yeah. 
little yeah. less that I have to do there. Exactly. Exactly. I think mm-hmm. one of the big things also that I took away is, um, you know, when you're thinking about planning out your content, and I think Kate, you you do a great job with this because a lot of your content is in a sense seasonal. And so you're very aware that I should be pushing out content in advance of the actual season. And that applies to Pinterest. And so what Mackenzie was saying is that, you know, when, you know, if you, if you have content related to Christmas, you don't want to put it out at Christmas. You want to put it out three months in advance because it's when people right. are going to be looking for the Christmas projects, but also allows for that pin to get a little bit more of a jump start on like being optimized through Pinterest. I totally, I totally agree. It was just, it was a great conversation. Something I, you know, as much as I love using Pinterest for like inspiration with hair and inspiration mm-hmm. with home decor, I didn't, I didn't realize, I I've obviously haven't been using it to, to its fullest capability. So that's right. definitely something I need to, I mean, I know that we're halfway through the year, um, but I never think it's too late to start implementing something into our business plan. And that's definitely something I'm going to be looking at, you know, going forward in my second quarter or second, mm-hmm. second half of the year. Exactly. exactly. Where am I second quarter? <laughs> Well, thank you so much for listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. Make sure you join our Facebook group. We'd love to have you over there. It's Cocktails and Content Creation Community. Uh, You can follow us on Instagram at Cocktails and Content Creation. And we'd love it if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. And you can email us. We'd love to get uh, listener emails, just suggestions on what to talk about, as well as guest suggestions. And that is at cocktailsandcontentcreation at gmail.com. I'm Kate Andrews, and you can follow me on Instagram at FashionablyKateAndCo. And I'm Jesse Wyman. You can follow me on Instagram at Jesse Wyman Photos, or if you're a photographer, a photographer, Jesse, you need you need more drinks today, more coffee, more coffee, or more Moscow mules. I don't there know either one. So if you're a photographer and you're looking to learn more about brand photography, I am at the Brand Photographer Method. Uh, make sure to tune in next time for another wonderful episode of Cocktails and Content tr- Creation. <laughs> more cocktails until then (laughs) cheers to your next cocktail which jesse's been having and happy content creating